0: So what I have found works for me is to let myself be sad, let myself feel the frustration. We don't need to be toxic about our positivity. I can say like, oh my God, this time feels really hard. This feels really stressful that we're going through these financial setbacks. This feels really stressful that I didn't get that job. It feels really stressful that my friend is fighting with me. It feels really stressful that my spouse and I aren't talking feels really stressful raising freaking teenagers every day that feels stressful. And instead of trying to thank and gratitude my way out of it, I just accept that some things are going to make me feel bad and feeling bad isn't bad. It's a contrast to happiness. Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all. From donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course, I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are, and there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. Since we are heading into Thanksgiving this week, I thought I would do maybe just a quick episode because if you're anything like me, I'm guessing that you're running around from place to place. And you've got some shit you got to get done, right? Uh, We are going to be heading out of town for Thanksgiving, uh, get to spend some time with family, but it means that last minute preparation, run around just before we go. Uh, And since we're heading into a day that's meant to be a thanks, I know Thanksgiving, you know, in these recent years, as we've become more enlightened as a species, we know that Thanksgiving isn't really all the happy dining together. We thought it once was. There's a lot of heaviness behind it. However, I'm always a big believer in finding days to give thanks and to practice gratitude. But what I wanted to share today were some ways to practice gratitude without that toxic positivity. Because when I first started practicing gratitude, I really, really struggled. I almost made my life more stressful because I kind of well, I don't want to, no spoiler alerts, but I really tried so hard to be that constant positive. You know, I, I started to read things about our mindset and how our mindset and our attitude have a big effect on how we feel. So it was like, I would try to say the words that my body didn't agree with, right? I'd be like, I'm so happy. I'm so thankful. And my body was like, (laughs) i'm drowning alive you know like my body was not happy but i would try to force myself to be and i've been practicing mindset manifestation mindset spirituality for the last 10 years and i have come to realize that um when our mind and our heart are disagreeing you know it's it's not good our heart is right And we can acknowledge that heart. So let's get to it because I'm kind of giving away all my spoilers. But what is gratitude ultimately? We all know what gratitude is. We've all practiced it before. We all hear it constantly these days. Um, You know, being thankful for what we have. Be so thankful for all the things that you have. And if you woke up tomorrow without the things that you didn't thank God for today, what would you have? You know, those kinds of things. But my question is like, even though we all know what gratitude is and you can say like, I'm so thankful for my house. I'm so thankful for my health. I'm so thankful for my family. When you say those words, do you feel things in your heart? If you're anything like me, it's probably a no, it's probably a hard no. Um, you know, for the majority of my life, I'd be like, Thanksgiving day hold, hold hands with all my family. And let's all say one thing we're thankful for. And my heart would sink and I would panic and I wouldn't know what to say. And you want to think of something original, but you don't want to say the same thing that everybody else, you know? So you just like, and then your brain forgets everything that it's ever known. When people ask that, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? Uh, food, my health, my house, I guess, you know, I'm just thankful to be alive. (laughs) Like We just kind of come up with whatever we can. Um, but most of the time, when we're practicing gratitude or when we're saying what we're thankful for, we're not feeling any of it in our body. And like I said, if our mind and our heart are in disagreement, then our heart is always right. So if the words that are coming out of your mouth are words of gratitude, but your heart is going, mm, I don't feel anything, then you're not really practicing gratitude. Um, so how do we do it wrong? What, what goes wrong? Um, and I think it's that we actively don't connect our heart to our words, you know, we kind of just say the things we know we're supposed to be thankful for, but you know, how many times do you wake up and you're like, Oh God, I'm so thankful for this house. I'm so thankful for my, my spouse. You know, we really don't. And I mean, life is busy. So it's not like I expect us all to wake up being in this zen out, woo woo state of mind. That's not realistic. Um, I watched a Ted Lasso episode recently, and it makes me think of this, where they met a woman who was like the concierge behind the desk of uh, of a club, and these the guys wanted to sneak into the club. So one guy went in. He got the name of the concierge, the woman behind the counter, and then they had he had his friends call saying that they were the fire department um, and that her house had burned down. So you know it was like, is Kelly there? You know her house is burned down, and so the woman behind the counter freaks out and leaves. Now that she's not behind the desk, the guys can go into the club, right? And at one point they say like, well, I kind of feel bad for doing that to Kelly. We'll say her name is Kelly. Uh, I kind of feel bad for doing that. And the main ringleader behind it all said, don't feel bad. Tomorrow morning, she is going to wake up and be more in love with her apartment than she ever has been before or something like that. Because Why? Because she thought she lost it. She thought her whole apartment went up in smoke. She booked it home. She's going to run there and she's going to see that everything's there. And then tomorrow morning, she's going to be like, oh my God, I'm so freaking thankful that everything's here. All my stuff is okay. You know, and we've had the people in Hawaii, the fires that have taken over Hawaii. I have a a friend that I grew up with who lives there and she's lost so much So much of the things that we wake up with every single day, but really don't give thanks for. And I'm, this isn't me trying to make you feel guilty. I am part of this group. I do not wake up in a zen out state of mind every day, just oozing with gratitude for the things that I have. But that's how we do it wrong. We do it wrong by just saying the words and not feeling it in our heart. So here are some of the little baby steps for, taking, for practicing gratitude that I have done in my life. Um, and that is to find the things we don't normally say we're grateful for, to over-romanticize the things we always say we're grateful for. Just by doing these two little things, uh, you can make so many shifts. So one of the things that I do now, if I cannot fall asleep at night, this is something I consistently do Any night I can't sleep. I love sleeping in the nude, folks. I'm never sure if I've shared that with you before, but I'm sharing with you now. And I just don't like being bunched up. I hate being bunched up and tangled up in my clothes, okay? So when I lay back in the bed, because maybe if I get up to go to the bathroom, I come back to bed and I can't quite sleep, I make myself fully present in the moment, I feel the sheets on my skin and I kind of like move my legs around. I stretch, you know, that feeling of stretching your muscles. So I'll stretch my muscles out under the sheets um, and just really feel the feeling of like my cold, soft sheets against my skin. And, oh, it feels so good. It's going to put me to sleep right now because I'm already tired. But as I do that and I'll like, smoosh my head into my fluffy pillow because I love my fluffy pillow I have a flat pillow and I have a fluffy one and I love the fluffy one and I'll snuggle it and smoosh it and Tom sits there too but I mainly focus on how much I love my bed (laughs) if I'm being honest I focus on the bed uh, and I'll just be like oh this is so amazing I'm so thankful for this bed and like I just soak up the amazingness that our sheets and blankets and comfort I love it And that's one way that I really amplify my gratitude and it might sound so crazy. And keep in mind, I've been doing this for the last 10 years, so I might be a little bit crazier than the rest, but it makes such a huge difference and it's such a small thing. And the other thing is to find those things that we don't normally say we're thankful for. So when I first started, it was so hard. I had no idea how to pretend I was grateful or, you know, it was like I had the basic gratitude. Like, yeah, of course I'm thankful for my family. My, my kids are healthy. I have a roof over my head. I'm so thankful. Um, I started to look around at the things that I wasn't saying I was thankful for. After our family downsized our house, we started working to pay off debt and build an actual savings. Because for decades, I would transfer $100 to our savings account, but then I would end up transferring it right back to our checking when we had overspent. So when we downsized, I decided to get serious about saving money for things like emergencies and for fun things like travel. The first thing I did was open a high yield savings account that was separate from our current checking account. That way, it wouldn't be as easy for me to just pull money out whenever I felt like I needed it, and I knew it would force me to take my spending and my saving a lot more seriously. So if you are in a similar boat and are hoping to up your game when it comes to saving money, one of the absolute best accounts to get started is called Savings Connect. This is a savings account that pays close to 5% when you set an automatic savings deposit of just $100 per month. This is 11 times the national average, which means if you use a current savings account that's attached to your checking, there's a good chance you are not making nearly enough money. So if you're at a place in life where you're committed to changing your financial future and you actually want to start getting some money in the bank, you can get started with a Savings Connect account for as little as $100. Just head to renebenis.com forward slash save to learn more. And I will fill you in on all of the details. That's renebenis.com forward slash save to learn more. And I remember trying to say three things I was thankful for before I got out of bed. And I would always just be whatever I was seeing because I take forever to wake up in the morning. So my brain isn't working top notch. And I just remember looking in my bathroom and being like, wow, I'm really thankful I have running water. And I just... I still think back to that a lot. Whenever I have running water, if I'm washing my face or washing my hands, I'm like, oh my gosh, this just comes through my faucet. How amazing. There are people who are fighting for water. They don't have water. They pray for rain, you know, in in different places. Like this isn't, it's a luxury and I have it and I have hot running water. I don't know if anyone saw the movie um, Spirited last Christmas. If you haven't seen Spirited, add it to your Christmas list of movies to watch. My son is obsessed. It's so fun. It's so cute. It's Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, but Will Ferrell is from like, he's been a ghost. He's a ghost. So he gets to come back to like our world and he stands and he's like taking a hot shower and he's just embracing the feeling of this hot shower raining down on his body because showers weren't something that was around when he was last alive, you know? Uh, And it's so true. So I really tried to appreciate that. And I remember thinking I was so thankful for my toothbrush was another one. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful for my toothbrush. I love being able to clean my teeth and feel that like (sighs) minty freshness. My teeth feel smooth and not gritty and gross. You know, I can clean the inside of my mouth, which is a pretty dirty place, right? Uh, Taking the time to have gratitude for those things that we don't normally think of is so huge. And I mean... Also, I could add my my bed to that list. I never really thanked anybody was thankful for my bed. And now I think I tell my bed I love it. And sometimes Tom will be like, oh, I love you too, because he knows I'm not talking to him. (laughs) I'll be like, oh, I love you so much. I do, I love my bed, you guys. I love sleeping. I love good night's sleep. I love a fluffy pillow. I love a soft blanket. There's so much joy in a good bed. So I take the time to relish and soak up and maybe overdo my gratitude for certain things in my life and I look for little things the last little one I'm going to give you is I always say thank you when something doesn't go wrong so like say I drop a big tub of coffee like it's a you know like a coffee tin if I drop a coffee tin and it lands right near my foot I'll go oh my gosh thank you for not landing on my foot Like, thank you for that. I appreciate that that didn't happen to me. You know, or if I drop bread and it lands with the peanut butter side face up, I'm like, oh, thank you for landing face up, peanut butter. What a win today. It was such a big deal, you know? These are little ways that I actually, I'm laughing at myself because I probably sound crazy, but these are ways that I actually practice gratitude. Every single day. Um, When I first started, it was not natural. It was so hard. It was so difficult. And now it's just kind of baked into my DNA. And I love it. It makes my life so much better. But the other things I want to remind you are to let yourself be happy. It's a really weird, uncomfortable thing for us to just give ourselves permission to be happy. And you know, I think I need to think more on why that is. I've heard other people talk about it. Uh, you know, Brene Brown speaks about it a lot, how we kind of always wait for the fallout. We're always waiting for the next thing to go wrong. And I, I know I felt like that at times in my life, but I almost felt like, um, if I let myself be happy, I would lose it all. You know, the second I let myself be happy, something will disappoint me. And I don't want other people to see me happy because they might not be happy. If they're not happy, I shouldn't be happy. Um, And more and more, I've just decided, like, no, I'm just going to go ahead and be happy Um, because the bad times are going to come. So, like, bad times are coming. I may as well enjoy today. And other people might not like it if I'm happy, but I still want to be happy. Like, I mean, if I have the choice to be happy or depressed, I'm going to pick happy every time. So just giving yourself that permission to be happy is so important. But lastly, not lastly, but next... Being sad isn't bad. So that was my biggest struggle with the toxic positivity thing was I was trying so hard to say all the right words and to be the grateful person. Like, Oh, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for this. Oh, I'm so much gratitude. Everything in my life is so great. But my body was in disagreement. My body was like, no, I'm actually really stressed right now. I'm tired. I'm overworked. We have no money in our bank account right now. Like, I don't believe you. Everything you're saying is a lie. Uh, So what I have found works for me is to let myself be sad. Let myself feel the frustration. We don't need to be toxic about our positivity. I can say like, oh my God, this time feels really hard. This feels really stressful that we're going through these financial setbacks. It feels really stressful that I didn't get that job. It feels really stressful that my friend is fighting with me. It feels really stressful that my spouse and I aren't talking feels really stressful raising freaking teenagers every day that feels stressful. And instead of trying to thank and gratitude my way out of it, I just accept that some things are going to make me feel bad. And feeling bad isn't bad. It's a contrast to happiness. If I want to feel all the happy, then I need to let myself feel all of the sad. And also trust that once I'm done with my sad... I will get myself out of it because I, I used to love marinating in my sad, right? But we don't want to do it with our happy, which is so silly. I, I used to love like, I'm sad. I'm going to turn on a sadder song. I want to watch myself cry. I'm going to write a depressing poem. I'm going to text my friends how awful my life is. I would just love to spiral into my sad. And now I don't necessarily spiral into my sad. I just allow it to be there and I recognize it. But I love to spiral into happy. Love it so much. Um, And I encourage you to do that. Like, I know I probably sound like a crazy hippie person. Um, And again, please keep in mind, I've been doing this for years. So like, if you're really far off from me, don't, please don't think I'm totally nuts. Um, But I promise you, it's just, it's a way better way to live. And lastly, it's so important to recognize, you know, that gratitude gaslighting. Like I said, when you're, when you're going, you know, you're not sad. You're not sad. People have it worse. People have it worse. Or, you know, that's not necessarily gaslighting, but where you're like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're happy. You're happy. You're 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 grateful. You're thankful. You're thankful. And you might not be, you know, I remember when my stepdad was diagnosed with his terminal brain cancer, I was so freaking pissed. And this was in the midst of my gratitude practicing. I was probably a year or so in. And I was like, why me, God? I specifically was angry with God. It was like, why are you doing this to me? My dad died. My stepdad left me. You know, he stopped speaking to me. He finally started talking to me again. And now he's going to die. What part of this seems fair? I want to cry. It felt so unfair. And there was no part of me in that moment that was going to be like, well, I'm sure thankful for the time that we had. Well, I'm sure thankful that I got to have him in my life. Part of me tried to do that at different times, but no part of me felt it. And it was okay for me to feel cheated and mad and angry. We don't need to gaslight ourselves into believing we're happy for things that we're not happy about. I'm not happy my stepdad died. (laughs) You know, but lastly, When we have those hard times, we don't need to gaslight ourselves into being happier than we really are, but we can just be okay. The more I found that I practiced gratitude in a healthy way and I let myself feel the negative feelings that I'm feeling, the more I'm just okay during times that would have otherwise stressed me out. Things that would have caused me stress and anxiety 10 years ago are for the most part, very neutral events in my life now. And I think that's part of the benefit of just letting ourselves feel those happy days. Because like I said, we fight the happy days because we know bad days are coming and they are. A bad day is coming for you. <laughs> not to sound scary, but it's just true. A bad day is coming for me. And it's not here, it's not today. So I'm just gonna go ahead and enjoy today. Thank you very much. And the more that I go ahead and allow myself to enjoy this day, the, sh- the smaller the fallout is when the bad day hits. It's a lot smaller of a fallout. Because my it's almost like my body's like, oh, we're not used to going that low. So come on back. Like, we're not going quite that low. You know, And sometimes it does. Sometimes it dips low. And that's okay. And I tell myself it's okay. But if anything, as you go into this Thanksgiving I encourage you to practice those little things you're thankful for. And I encourage you to let yourself feel happy. I encourage you to amplify the things that you love. Challenge you to try loving your bed today. You can think of me <laughs> and think of how wonderful and amazing your cozy blanket feels. Or when you're snuggling your pet, I want you to just like obsessively soak them in. Or your, your baby or your kid or your spouse, I guess. A really cute sweater, a new pair of jeans. If you want to like grab your butt and check it out and be like, oh, look at me, do it. Let yourself be happy. Let yourself feel that gratitude because it will make the bad days more okay. Um, and remember, let yourself feel, feel the downsides of it all too. So this is just your quick little reminder before we head into Thanksgiving, um, to find that sweet spot with gratitude and thankfulness. If you can remember it's a practice. We're all, you know, just figuring it out as we go. Hey again, thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed Podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription, and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love until next time.